Hello again, word lovers. And today I'd like to take you through some of the words that I saw when I was learning Spanish that I should have recognised, but didn't. Imagine you're reading about a battle and some of the soldiers split off from the main battle and engage in a smaller battle with some of their enemy. And it's described in the book as a escaramuza. And after the escaramuza, they get attacked by an emboscada that was waiting to surprise them. They spring out from behind some trees or some rocks and there I'm scrambling to the dictionary going escaramuza what would that be oh it's a skirmish of course it is that sound was a facepalm and emboscada right before we go to the dictionary let's think m in bosque in a wood they hid in the wood and they attacked us it was an ambush of course it was similarly if I'm reading about sailors on a ship coming down with a disease because they don't have any lemons and they all come down with some disease called escorbuto. Hopefully I don't need the dictionary because as we've seen escaramuza, esca becomes skirt so we've got skirt something. The BV uh, mutation occurs quite frequently in Spanish so it's scurvut, scurvuta. It's going to be scurvy isn't it? Of course it is. Jerez is a little bit more hidden. This gives us the word sherry although you wouldn't imagine so. The name itself is from a Phoenician. But now I'm going to turn the tables a little. I'll tell you some words in Spanish that we use in English that you've probably used many times without considering what they really mean. And the first one's the armada, as we say, the armada, which is the fleet of ships that um, tried to attack England in 1588. We don't stop to think that it clearly means the armed forces, the, uh, the thing that is armed. And if we stay with armed... A thing with armour, even, would be armado. And a diminutive on the end would give us armadillo. Then we have the name of the armed animal, or the armoured animal, I should say, the armadillo. If we go to America, we can take the map out and find a lot of Spanish there. We've, well, let's start with Colorado. You're getting the hang of it now, so you're probably thinking, well, that means the coloured states. Um, almost. Colorado is a false friend. It means red. It means the colour red. And Colorado is pretty red. And Florida is pretty florid. And Montana is pretty mountainous. Nevada. Mm, that's nieve, isn't it? La neige. Ne right, so that's snowy. Las Vegas, to a Spanish person, means the fertile fields. The nice green fields. And... There on the map, one of the bigger places, you can see El Pueblo de Nuestra Señora La Reina de Los Ángeles de Porciúncula, which is often called L.A. because life is short. And from these American lands, although originally the words will have come from Spanish Spanish, in a kind of Tex-Mex they spread up and so um, corral is quite frequent. A corral, a canyon is a canyon, a sierra is a sierra. Or lazy English pronunciations, but there they are. I'm finishing off with a, a few animals. Cockroach is from the Spanish cucaracha. Cuca meaning a caterpillar, though again a very murky etymology, connected apparently with an old Greek word which went into Latin meaning coccyx. The Greek word meant uh, could mean cuca, could mean the call of cuckoo. A mosquito meaning a small fly. Well, you can deduce now that. In that case, the word for fly in Spanish is mosca. And finally, another face palm for me. Even while researching this, I failed to notice that alligator comes from the Spanish 
meaning the lizard, el lagarto, the lizard. So there are some examples of hidden etymologies between Spanish and English. And I'll finish with one cautionary word. I was looking at the word aficionado, as we say in English, aficionado. I'm an aficionado of opera, for example. The Spanish word is aficionado and does have that meaning and flavour of I'm very keen on. But if you left it alone, if you said somebody was an aficionado, that means they like what they call tauromachia, bullfighting. And I didn't see that reflected in any of the dictionaries. Of course, the tauromachia would open up a whole new area of etymology, probably some of which you already know, the toreador, the picador, the matador, and all that sort of thing. But it's not an area of life I'm attracted to, and I don't think it'll be around for very much longer. Well, if you like this kind of stuff, maybe you like quizzes. Here are some sample questions from the online quiz that I do once a month. So if you like having odd questions fired at you in teams, you might like this. You can get in touch via this email address. And there's more on YouTube if you want to see people having great fun doing it. Oh, and while you're here, fans of humorous historical literature set in Roman times, why not buy my book? It's about a Roman stand-up called Skip Delirio and what may or may not have happened to him. The publisher is Austin McCauley and it's available on, uh, what's that thing now, the internet.